0: I was thinking uh, in the message on Sunday, um, just that first verse. <clears throat> well, chapter 17, verse 16. Look at that. Acts 17:16. Now, while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked when, within him, as he saw that the city was full of idols. Paul was provoked in his spirit when he saw the condition of the, uh, the culture and the community around him. What do we see? And how are our spirits provoked? I'm challenging remind myself not to become complacent with what I see. I see stuff all around me, and you see stuff all around you all the time. Us get dragged down. Well, Romans 12 1 and romans 12 2 don't be conformed to this world don't let this wor- world press you into its mode don't um don't become numb to the sin that's around us um but allow yourself to be provoked by it to to still see it for what it is it is evil um it is it is against god it is wrong it is it and sad. Um, But Paul was provoked in his spirit. And notice what that caused him to do. First word in verse 17, as I read the ESV, is so. So. And in other words, it's the effect of verse 16. The effect of verse 16 is not that he became depressed Or he decided, what's the use? This world is messed up. I'm just going to go into my den, crawl into my hole, and ignore everything. No. He provoked it within him. His spirit was provoked within him. So, he preached the gospel. That's what he did. So, he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and devout persons. And in the marketplace every day with those who happen to be there. He God given you opportunities today to do that. And what does what do those opportunities look like? What did you mean that doesn't happen every single day, or maybe it happens in different ways every day? But what did it look like for you? Maybe today was the provoking by what you saw and maybe tomorrow is the soul you did this maybe it doesn't all happen in one day but we live in this real world and one ought to lead to the next we're definitely going to see one that evil around us and it ought to lead to the next a practical ministry in our daily lives that is centered around the gospel Not centered around a political change. Not centered around a pointing of the finger in an angry way. But centered around the real solution that involves the gospel. Pressing that on your heart. And how how is he using the circumstances around your life? What are you for speaking the gospel? Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray. He said, the harvest is plenteous, the labors are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he send forth labors. So we're here for prayer service today. One of the things that we can do is pray that our hearts be be rightly provoked, that our spirit within us be rightly provoked by what we see, not callous, um, but rightly moved by what we see. Secondly, we pray that we do and have a right response, a gospel-centered response to what we see. Thirdly, we can pray that others would join us in that response, in that right response. So I want you to think right now of those three things and how you want to pray for those personally. Are you willing to pray that God move your spirit to react, to not like the things and not be satisfied with the conditions and the things that we see. And I want you to think about something that you've seen recently that will cause that kind of reaction that God wants you to rightly respond to. Then I want you to pray that God open your eyes and show you opportunities for speaking the gospel. Are you aware of some of those now? If you're not aware at all, pray to God to open your eyes and help you see not just the the sin, but the opportunity we have to speak. What does that look like? I want you to think about it in your own personal life, in your own personal walk. If you were to look at your life, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what does that look like? Is that a brother, a sister, is that a neighbor, is that a co-worker, is that a stranger, somebody you don't know that you just happen to interact with, which by the way just happened to is not an accident, God intended that. Was it disagreement, an argument? Was it an unpleasant experience? Was it a pleasant experience? Was it a regular encounter, was it a chance, so-called chance encounter? What did that look like in your day, in your week? Somebody at work? Was it the internet? Was it the Facebook message? What did that look like? How's God moving you to respond? Do you know what that response should be yet? Or are you still contemplating and thinking that through? Are you tru- are you, is, is it puzzling to you? As you are you asking God for wisdom for how you ought to respond to that has he given you wisdom are you praying for wisdom tonight or are you praying for courage to act on the wisdom that you already have which one is it how is God working in your particular situation and in your life and how are you going to pray regards to that tonight what is God challenging you to do? So your situation may look different than the one than the person next to you, the person behind you, the person in front of you. I suppose that it would. May have some similarities, but it may be different. So I want you to think that over as we pray tonight. And I'd like you to pray accordingly. Your prayer doesn't have to be only this, there are going to be other things that we'll present to you tonight that, that you may include in your prayer, but I'd like you to take some time out and to think and consider that. And even more, when you go home tonight, would you carry that with you? Would you think that over? Will you see how God is speaking and how He is working and how He is moving you to, to make that application? Again, Paul was deeply troubled by what he saw in his life the world around him, the culture around him. And so, he was moved to address that with the gospel. Look at that for your own self and ask God to speak, ask God to open your eyes, ask God to give wisdom, ask God to give courage, and ask God to help you to... Respond the way the Holy Spirit would have you to respond. We thank you, Father, for your word and how you move in our prayer time tonight. And we pray, Lord, that we would pray particularly um, for how you want us to react and respond in the culture and community and the world that's around us. Help us to be open, be honest, to reach out to you to ask you to engage you in this battle, that we not just check out, but that we give ourselves to you to be used. We pray this now in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.
1: Aaron, what is on your heart for prayer tonight? Well, just sort of resonating the last part of uh, what Pastor was just talking about is just kind of going to my brain, just praying for wisdom or, or praying for courage. Those two things just kind of bouncing around back and forth right now so yeah i'd like to just pray for just not just wisdom for us in this you know room right now in the sanctuary right now but just wisdom for god's people um and then courage for them as well you know that we that we're willing to hear god's voice and that that we have the strength to follow that we obey Heavenly Father Lord, we thank you uh, for the privilege and the and the honor to be able to pray to you, Lord. As as Brian, as Elder Brian, has uh, mentioned, Lord, that it is a, a great privilege for being able to speak to you directly. Um, that we uh, have that have that have that ability to go to the God of the universe with our requests and with our our our, our prayers, Lord. We just ask now that you hear us this this evening, as we are. Uh, Coming to you right now, asking for just for you to impart just a a a piece of your wisdom to us, Lord. Uh, We know that you are in charge and in control of everything, Lord. Your sovereignty is absolute, Lord. Uh, We just ask that you just would give us um, give us a piece of your wisdom to give us some clarity um, on how we should best serve you in our lives as individuals. And how we are to best serve you in this church, in this sanctuary, uh, as a congregation, Lord. And that once we are given that instruction, that we be, um, we have the clarity of mind uh, to not be so uh, self-focused, Lord. That we miss it, um, that we have the the, the strength to, to carry out that which you have us to do, Lord. Um, that you would be with us, that you would uh, walk with us as... Uh, we are uh, seeking to please you, seeking to honor you, seeking to give you the glory, Lord. Um, help us, most of all, to, to just move out of the way. Um, help us take away our own thoughts and desires, opinions, anything else, Lord, that might be hindering us from having that true relationship with you, that true communion with you, Father. Um, and Lord, we just, I, I just want to finally pray for um, just your people, um, that aren't in this sanctuary right now, um, those who truly know who you are and who your son is, Lord, uh, that you would just guide them and protect them as well, um, show them uh, what what best ways that they could glorify you in their lives, um, and if they are not a part of a Bible-believing church, Lord, that you would show them where they can go and where they can be, Lord. Um, they we know that there's that they need to be a part of one, Lord, that there's, um, there's, there's so much that, that can come and attack them, Lord, if they are not a part of, of uh, a Bible-believing church, they're not a part of the, the fellowship of other believers, Lord. So we just pray that um, we pray that for them, um, that you would bring them into, uh, into fellowship with other believers and to a deeper fellowship with you as a result. We pray all this is Jesus in Jesus name we pray amen